All right, so Indonesia is having the worst week ever. I don't know if you saw this or not, but there I got two stories out of Indonesia. One, a 54-year-old woman was gardening at her house. You know, 54 years old, she's going to bring, and in Indonesia, she's mm-hmm. going to bring, you know, like her, her flower pots. Mm-hmm. She's going to bring her seeds, whatever she needs, uh, m- machete, shovel, rake, hoe. She just got back from no, Home Depot. She just got back from Home Depot. Going to get it like she likes it. And then uh, she starts doing her gardening. Turns out, 30 minutes later, the kids come out. Where's mom? We can't find her. She got attacked and eaten by a 23-foot python. Holy crap. Hole. Can I just say that? Hole. 23-foot python <sighs> ate a 54-year-old woman. Hole. Gone. Gone. They, uh, the ch- villagers check Indonesia off my list now. <laughs> <laughs> the villagers searched. Right. 50 yards away, found the snake just after Thanksgiving Fat dinner. Fat and sassy. Fat and sassy. Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. <laughs> get all fat. That was a direct interview from the uh, snake. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the snake. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Sam, you have a what? Boa conflictor. Mm. A boa conflictor. A boa conflictor. She, uh, she, and the, so they found the snake, opened it up. There's my mom. 54 years old. And she wasn't alive. No, she was oh, okay. Yeah, they like, <laughs> like that was like a David Copperfield like, <laughs> trick or <laughs> something. <laughs> it's not an illusion, Michael. Damn. Uh, Dang, yeah. that's just that, that's just not <laughs> even cool, man. I mean, 54 years. The second thing is I don't think it was the same woman. I hope not. But uh in Indonesia, evidently funerals are a big deal. Um, and they last days. People give thousands of dollars to a funeral. They have feasts, celebrations, all, all this kind of stuff. Last for days. They got the coffin of this mother. They're lifting it up on this this big stage almost uh, to to celebrate mom for the feast. You know, they're going to eat underneath. They, they're taking her up on a ladder. This ladder slips, falls down, kills her son. Oh, good. What? Just smack like, how much of your life do you spend just looking out for spiders? Yeah. If you're in the desert, like, look out for scorpions, man. They'll hide anywhere. They'll get you. No one ever says, look out for the 23-foot python and falling coffin. And Those mama's not, coffin. They're not on anybody's list that I know. <laughs> yeah. never... I don't know if I said this or not, but uh, I think I'd take an Indonesian off of my travel list now. Who, so. who wants to go there? Jeez. Not me. 23-foot pythons. And I'm telling you what, even, uh, like, in Florida, there was a guy who... Uh, there was a python killing an alligator. Right. He shot the. It's like the that's, that's probably been a that's probably a battle been going on since prehistoric times. You yeah. Know, with the, the the with the snake and uh, alligator that's been going on for millions of years. You remember that there was a show where they would bring like animated. Oh yeah. Like things that would never fight in real life, right. but then they would bring them together and I, see who would win. How was that? Did you ever? Did no. you ever see that? Oh, no. it was like we're gonna bring like a polar bear and like a cheetah together, and who would fight? And right. like how they? It was crazy, but yeah, I mean the snake and uh, an alligator. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's probably like the Hatfield and McCoy. It's like a family thing, you know? They just, yeah, they just keep on going after each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you have any wacky news? I have one. Okay, bring uh, kind it. of the same thing. Uh, oh, woman, no, not <laughs> Indonesia. Woman who injected husband with lethal dose of heroin may have killed nine others. Served lovers' remains at a barbecue. 
Wait, what? So we got to be worried about snakes falling coffins and going to friends' barbecues. Oh, Lord. Yeah, an Indiana, Indiana woman who injected her husband with a lethal dose of heroin uh, before smothering him with a pillow may, res- may be responsible for nine other deaths, as in, as is suspected of serving her lover's remains to unsuspecting neighbors at a barbecue. Oh. Too polite to Dude. say anything. Yeah. Kelly Cochran, no. 34, was Kelly. sentenced to 65 years. That's all she got. 65. On good behavior, she'll get like five months. <laughs> 65 years in prison last month for after admitting to killing her husband, Jason, uh, Jason Cochran. But she had she was already in serving a life sentence for killing and dismembering another lover, Chris Reagan, who vanished in 2014. She also had an affair with uh, Johnny Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> she actually has her own documentary coming out. So this of course is, she does. Yeah, it's called Dead North. I'm sure they'll be coming to Netflix to you, nearest to you. Yeah. <laughs> good night. Have you seen snakes, snakes, coffins, and cannibals? Oh my! And don't yeah, don't eat the barbecue. Have you seen Evil Genius on Netflix? I have. That's actually really good. That's a really good one. I'm still, I'm still. The jury's out on that on that chick. She's Mm -hmm. she she could be an evil genius. Yeah, Yeah. I think she's just cray cray, and we're labeling her as genius. But well, you know, a lot of a lot of lot of genius, a lot of genius, a lot of men, a lot of Mensa geniuses out there Mm -hmm. are. I'll get you unless you're unless you're a Mensa candidate. No, are you? But you're certainly selecting your audience well here. So. Yeah, <laughs> so well, just rule all those people out. Well, you know, Goodbye. if you're if you're a Mensa if you're a Mensa uh, level IQ, you're probably not listening to this podcast. Of course not. There's no you're probably, way. You're probably listening to something on NPR right now. So. <laughs> oh, one of the the things that I thought was cool that I kind of want to bring up is Chris Pratt. Yeah, he won an MTV Generational Award. I'm not this guy that watches. I, I can't believe MTV's still on. They don't even play music anymore. Mm-hmm. They should just call it. I, we're going to talk about music at some point. They should call it just TV. Channel 23 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> something. But it's Channel 46. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he won a generational award, and some of the stuff that he talked about on that I think is really cool. So I'm going to go ahead and play the clip uh, of this again. I'm not. I don't watch MTV, and I'm not like. Oh, MTV Music Awards, but just his speech I thought was pretty cool. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our pleasure to present this year's Generation Award to Chris Pratt. As he's coming up, are you going to watch the uh, Jurassic Park, the new one coming up? Yeah, I like like Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm dialed into it, you? Uh, not seen the first one either. Ever? Wow. You've never seen any Jurassic Park? No. Are you kidding me? No. What's wrong with you? Yeah. All right. Jurassic Park. We're pausing this podcast. We're watching it now. <laughs> anyway. Jurassic Park is an awesome movie. It's great. Yeah, I love I need it. To. It's on my list. I would love to for that to come true, though. Can you hear yeah. me? All right, here we go. I don't want to lean down. <clears throat> I want to thank Bryce and Aubrey. I love you both so much. Uh, thank oh, he's you, a good MTV, man. for this I'm honor. Call it. Well, uh, real quick, thanks to my mom and my dad and my brother, Cully, my sister, Angie. I love you. I love our family. We didn't have a pot to piss in growing up, but we laughed our butts off every day, and we still do. Uh, and a special mention to my son, Jack, who will watch this one day. Kid, I love you. I love you more than anything in the world. And to the fans, I wouldn't be here without you. Thank you. Um, this being the Generation Award, I'm going I'm to cut to the chase, and I'm going to speak to you, the next generation, okay? I accept the responsibility as your elder, so listen up. This is what I call nine rules from Chris Pratt, Generation Award winner. Number one, breathe. 
If you don't, you'll suffocate. Wise words of wisdom. Number two, you have a soul. Be careful with it. Number three, don't be a turd. Mm. That's a good one. If you're strong, be a protector, and if you're smart, be a humble influencer. Strength and intelligence can be weapons, and do not wield them against the weak. That makes you a bully. Be bigger than that. Number four, when giving a dog medicine, put the medicine in a little piece of hamburger, they won't even know they're eating medicine. That's not true. I tried that. Number five, doesn't matter what it is, earn it. Y'all listening to that? Reach out to someone in pain, be of service. It feels good and it's good for your soul. Number six, God is real. God loves you. God wants the best for you. Believe that. I do. Right now, they don't Number know what seven. to do to themselves. Like, I don't if know if I should clap or not. you have to poop right. at a party. This is your favorite. But you're embarrassed because you're going to stink up the bathroom. Just do what I do. Lock the door. Sit down. Get all the pee out first. Okay? And then, once all the pee's done, poop, flush. Boom. You minimize the amount of time that the poop is touching the air. Because if you poop first... It takes you longer to pee, and then you're peeing on top of it, stirring it up. The poop particles create a cloud, goes out, and then everyone in the party will know that you pooped. Just, tr- just trust me, it's science. It is science. It is science, yeah. Bill Nye Number backed eight. it up. <laughs> Learn to pray. It's easy, and it's so good for your soul. And finally, number nine, nobody is perfect. People are going to tell you you're perfect just the way you are. You're not. Hmm. You are imperfect. You always will be, but... There is a powerful force that designed you that way. And if you're willing to accept that, you will have grace. And grace is a gift. And like the freedom that we enjoy in this country, that grace was paid for with somebody else's blood. Do not forget it. Mm. Don't take it for granted. Well said. Well God said. bless you. Please get home safely. Thank you. Well, that's probably the, one of the weirdest gospel presentations I've ever heard in my life. In front of that crowd, too. Yeah, yeah. I got to give him props. I mean, he he kind of he's brought... not. He, you know, he's not the most popular Hollywood character either. No, you know? I mean he's yeah. he's he's not a uh, he's not a, uh, a dot in the wool liberal uh, like a lot of yeah. lot of, uh, Hollywood is. So he he doesn't make fans out there a lot of times. So I, I, I'm. My hats off to him. I mean, courage and everything. So yeah, I mean, just the the reaction of some of the people, like, oh, okay. <laughs> then it kind of got a little bit louder, and then he didn't say the J word, but I yeah. mean, he got really, really close. But uh, I, I give him props. I thought yeah. that was a good job. Yeah, I kind of got Absolutely. a little tingly on that last one. So <laughs> uh, and, and and the poop and the par- uh, pooping at a party. That's yeah. that's great advice. Yep, I agree. Did, did any any words on no, that? No, I can't decide who I'd rather be, Chris Pratt or The Rock. I just feel like these are much more likable guys with a lot bigger muscles. So <laughs> I feel like either yeah. way, I'd be I'd be doing pretty good. I I, I kind of like The Rock. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Got, he's got the whole eyebrow thing too. Yeah, he does. Nah, I like you, that. Either one of them, you couldn't you couldn't go wrong with. I think they're both probably pretty good guys. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Do you think he wrote it by himself? Do you think he had input along the way? Do you think he went to a bunch of friends and said, "How do I do this thing?" Uh, who are the screen? Who are who are the uh, speechwriter was? I mean, it was ge- uh, it was ingenious in crafting it. Though. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think he, I, I, none of these guys. I think they have such a crew of PR people. Yeah, yeah. but them out. 
but I, but obviously the PR purpose person is like, well, if you're going to do it, let's yeah do it all the way. I, mean, I kind of think that he was sitting at the toilet and got stuck at number six and be like, what is a good one for number six? It's <laughs> like, oh, you know what? Let me just talk about pooping. That's right. So yeah, then and then yeah. that always alleviates it right there. Yeah, there's got to be some humor <laughs> slash seriousness. Yeah, absolutely. But even like you know, you know, value your soul and pray and. And I love the fact that he said that you're not perfect. Yeah, how about every- <laughs> that? These are not popular messages that you have a soul that can that you're responsible for, and that you're not perfect. Those are not. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. Uh, and the that's and that goes about. against the grain of cultural uh, the cultural speech right now. Oh know? yeah, because you know you hear the perfect in any occasion. I mean, yeah. I guess you are perfect, but you weren't born. Nobody's perfect. I mean, so we we. No one should be above or elevated above another person yeah. you know, for certain things. Yeah. So. Yep. so anyway, I thought that those were, were some good things. I wanted to highlight that. Yeah, so. interesting. Now, you said you don't watch MTV, but you're wearing an MTV shirt right now, so that makes it really confusing. I'm wearing <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the listeners don't good, know. So good, I'm one. Just say, good one. I've got it's a weird. green shirt that fits from Walmart, so no, that's not <laughs> the case. <laughs> So, yeah, well, well, you have to do what you got to do. All right, so uh, we're going to go into This Is Your America. Maybe. Hmm. That's why we edit. This is where you're going to (laughs) edit. So, Nate, um, and we didn't introduce Nate, but uh, this is Nate Ernst from Downtown Donuts. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Um, he has brought donuts. I need a third one. <laughs> Mojo's <laughs> on his third. I don't think uh, Biggin's going to even get one by the end of the thing, but that's all right. Um, so he's going to join us. Probably, this is going to be a little touchy subject, uh, so if you want to bail, you can now. Okay, deal. Uh, but we're going to talk about immigration. <laughs> Mojo was going to bring it, but he's stuffing his face. I'm ready, man. <laughs> We're going to talk about some immigration. Dude, I haven't had like a sweet since February. So Really? Fu- yeah. You didn't have anything on the cruise? Oh, this is the way no, to do it. No, I didn't. This is Seriously? the way to do it. <laughs> you didn't have anything on a cruise. You come home and have downtown donuts, and now you're just... I had like 18 burgers in okay. three days, man. I got to say, he wasn't <laughs> smiling before three donuts, and now I see smiles perking out. <laughs> His eyes are now glazed over, <laughs> yeah, I think right. with the actual glaze. That's right. He just is rubbing it on his body. <laughs> um, pro- <laughs> oh, man. Are you getting that fixed now? Is that it? Ah, that's the stuff right there. I think I put this into the vein. That'd yeah. be all right. Can we work on that? <laughs> I'll work on it, yeah. <laughs> just an intravenous sugar rush. Uh, we'll take a pause while you uh, swallow that bad boy, shaking it up, <laughs> tipping it back. Now, that is water. Oh, in there, so. All right. Yeah. He's, got his, he's ready to roll. If I'm gonna blow, if I'm gonna blow the keto diet, I'm gonna blow it all the way. Yeah, <laughs> there's no half a in this one. <laughs> That's right. He's going all the way. Full on. <laughs> and you, you do have to save the maple bacon for for last. I mean, you've got it. You got to take that sucker. Well, if out. I'm gonna blow it, I'm going to Chick Fil A tonight too. So, there you yeah. go. It's it's over. So <laughs> put put the Chick Fil A between the Ooh. donuts. Am I? 
I think I'm on to something. Yeah. I think I'm on to something. Genius. Mm. All right. So we're going to talk about immigration one of these days. Yeah. Tell, tell, what's going on? What's going on? There's, that's a big thing. It's in, all in the news. You, it's all on, on my Twitter feed. Everybody's upset, yelling. Well, yeah, ah, I separate kids. Once again, blah, I'm, st- blah, blah. I'm still kind of I'm still kind of new to this. So why don't you explain it? Oh, I have no idea. I was waiting for you. Ah. <laughs> I guess uh, from what I can see is uh, from what I, I briefly have read is that um, everyone's outraged. There's been a couple of pictures that were released of um, our deport our immigration centers, deportation centers have mm. been set up. They've been separating and housing uh, kids away from parents, uh, supposedly behind cages. I'm mm. not sure if these are cages or temporary cages or temporary holding facilities. I but think, yeah, I think that they are like temporary. I don't think that there's like a, a cage. I think is four walls and you, and you're locked in. I don't mm-hmm. think that they're locked in. I think it's just a, you know, just a room, like a holding just, area. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. See, you know, I think there's probably more than meets the eye on a lot of these things. Um, but anyway, the, the immigration. Uh, Everyone knows for the past eight years has been a huge uptick mm-hmm. in uh, immigration. Immigrants uh, have been bum rushing our borders, trying to get in. Uh, some seeking political asylum, a lot of them are some seeking religious asylum also, but a lot of them are economic immigrants. What they call people that are coming here for a better quality of life through um, either job searching, but also through uh, our current welfare system. And once you once you touch soil here, you're eligible for. Uh, housing, um, schooling, and also food, ha- uh, food, general welfare, welfare, things like that. So th- there's different classes, classifications of the immigrants. Um, I think uh, the uh, media has really, really done themselves. I think they've kind of shot themselves in the head on this one too, <laughs> because um, not only have they have they not covered uh, it fairly, they have actually blatantly lied um, mm. with. Some of these pictures they actually show have actually been from 2014 and 2015 mm. um, during our previous uh, president's mm-hmm. uh, reign. Obama's. Obama's reign. Yep. So, um, they're being, well, I might as well say it. I mean, but, uh, but very deceptive in, in their, in their pre- presentation of these pictures. Now, does these pictures from 2014, 2015 give excuse for our current situation? No. I mean, yeah. I, and we, ha- we always have a tendency to, to, and I and I am too are very guilty of that saying well why didn't you cover it in 2014 2015 why didn't you make a big stink of it then right. same thing when when you know on the social medias where you get pastors out there who are looking for that next uh, viral social media mm-hmm. tweet post whatever and all of a sudden they decry it now well why didn't you decry it 2014 right. I, I'm very guilty of that yeah. and um and I, but I also think it's true. I think it's kind of hypocritical in a lot of ways. But um, this this law of uh, when you have two types of two types of uh, immigrant immigrant uh, arrest, uh, illegal immigrant arrest, they if they come into a a port station where they voluntarily try to cross the border with patrol agents, they may be at, and if they come up and says, "Hey, I'm lo- I'm looking for asylum," they will mm-hmm. be detained into a facility, um, but they're treated a little differently because we're trying to, our, our Border Patrol is trying to uh, kind of siphon out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second type uh, is ones who are involuntarily arrested um, at the border, also a visa violation, things like that. They're mm-hmm. taken to these these um, facilities. 
kids are separated. And reason reason why this this happened in 1997 during Clinton's reign, mm-hmm. another Democratic yeah. president, uh, this law came into existence and is had great intentions. The intentions were we don't we're trying to stop ch- uh, sex trafficking, child trafficking. So we're going to separate the kids from this adult to determine if this adult is this mm-hmm. kid's mm-hmm. parents. So the, the tensions were good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The book, the law has been on the books now for 21 years. This is not something that Donald Trump, in his infinite wisdom, sarcastically, has <laughs> has come up with on his own. Right. Now, this is something that has been around for 21 years to address. But also now enforcing it. Exactly. Well, it's been enforced for all these years. It's just that we've now caught wind of it. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So it's just now been brought to light with these pictures and stuff like that. So um, – in 2014, there was very, uh, very similar accusations. The media did cover this, but just like anything with our pre- uh, yeah. previous predecessor, yeah. things yeah. didn't catch fire as quickly as it, can't say nothing bad. Yeah, yep. exactly. So, yeah. I think there's a lot of hoopla, um, and yeah. I, I think this thing this will blow over soon. I, I'm I'm all about the treatment and dignity, treating people with dignity, right. and respect. Yep. But I think a lot of the people that are crying just uh, this foul, foul, are are really not looking at the big picture here. They're looking on micro levels. Um, I think that we have our, our borders have been just overran. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a massive uh, up uptick in 2016 into 2016 after the elections because they did, just didn't know, know what was going to happen. Uh, with Donald Trump coming in. So we've had a massive uptick. So we have people that we just have a backlog of people. Yeah. So I, I don't know what the, the fix is on this, but it's amazing how, and I, and I'll call, I, I, I will poke my finger in the eyes of the pastors who, who talk about this and, and what are we doing for the kids? But these are the same pastors who don't speak out against pro or for pro-life organizations. Right. Yeah. So I guess it's okay yeah. for a pregnant woman who's, who may be Hispanic from Guatemala, who comes is captured. You won't protect that. You won't protect that baby in utero. But if that baby in utero hap- or baby actually comes out while in custody, then we'll fight for the baby. It just yeah. it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. and they're, they're all about the separation of families and stuff like that. Well, what do we say to the mass incarceration of people that are, have been incarcerated due to having a simple joint or simple possession? You're mm-hmm. separating those fathers from kids. So you're just yeah. shut up. Yeah, you pastors, you you. Yeah, uh, you leaders, spiritual, oh, no. you spiritual leaders, you politicians, just shut up. You're, you're not, you're not all about the separation of the family. Come on, if you were, you'd be, you'd be marching in the streets for this, for communities that have been just obliterated by the drug trap, uh, drug, the war on drugs. So yeah. don't, don't act. Like all high and mighty, come on, poor Nate. You you can't get any further back on that couch. Like, oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it's interesting. <laughs> no, I think it's interesting too because uh, you get both things. There's just so many non sequiturs on both sides. Yeah. Of we need more government help, but then when you see government applied to something like this, you go, "Well, this doesn't work very good." <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what you get when you get government. Yeah. Though. So I don't know if we think more of that is a better uh, way to go. Yeah, I, I do think that we have to look at the, the whole immigration policy. Um, and these are just numbers that I pulled out, so I don't know. I, I, they're not backed up, so forgive me if I'm mislabeling this. But so 97% of the statistics were just made up on the fly today. Is it? Is, I don't know. <laughs> you just made that. I see what you did there. You got me. You smart guy. Um, so to legally come to this country, from, from what I've been told, is that it's forty five hundred dollars, and it's about a year and a half to actually 
come over here legally. Mm-hmm. Um, to wait. Be- before to wait. You, before you leave your home country. To right. Get, yeah. To go through the process. Um, if you hire a coyote to, coyote. to bring you coyote. Yeah. Coyote. You do the same thing. If you hire. <laughs> I could just picture somebody sitting on the coyote. Crying. Anyway. A wily coyote. Yeah. Acme, Acme <laughs> the animal. Acme rocket to send you over. Uh, if you. A coyote. If you got one of those. It's roughly $10,000 right. a person to do that. But it's inst- instantaneous. You know. Sure. You, you automatically go over. But I think that we also have to understand. Like some of these folks that are coming over. They're, they're seeking asylum. Because from Colombia is overrun by drugs. People are so concerned about just living. If it was me, I would probably do the same thing and just try to come over. You know, I wouldn't try to sit there for a year and be like, Oh, well I could die within a year and a half. Once you have kids, it's like, yeah, it's a whole other whatever you can. Look, I, I understand that. And I try to put myself in their position. Mm -hmm. Um, but also in that same token, you know, uh, the the kids that are in now detention mm-hmm. are there because of the actions of their parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there, there's there is a there is a um, a cause and reality sure. to that. No, I'm not not once again I'm not excusing. Right. But that would be like me if I me and I take my five year old and we're going to go tromp through Indonesia uh, with <laughs> seeds in our those. pocket trying to garden everything. I mean right. there isn't a, there is a. A good, a, ch- a good chance that yeah. she might get eaten by a, a 27 foot bullet. Yeah, so, I mean, sure. there, there's just cause and reaction to everything. So, uh, there's a lot of people on, on you know, and I'm, I'm of the belief also, and just actually coming back from the Bahamas, it's mm-hmm. kind of the same sentiment is I'm all about immigration. Cause I believe immigration makes this country good. Yeah. I believe, um, it, I, I, not with the poorest borders, but with, with immigration, you you gather doctors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling you, it goes back to my transplant experience. I had doctors from every shade, creed, sexuality, whatever. Right. The, the whole the whole bender. So I, I believe that immigrants make this country great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the way you eliminate that is you eliminate all the social welfare programs. You know what I'm saying? It, mm-hmm. it, it, you if you get over here, you're here on your own merit. That I'm, I'll, I'd be all for open borders, especially with that. If you get here, there is no social net. You know, you can maybe vote within five to ten years or what. I don't know. There's there's many avenues you can go down. But I think if we eliminate that, we become less attractive as as a nation. Um, I, I Look, I, I've met people. I've met fathers and mothers that all they want to do is come here and work mm-hmm. and, and create a better opportunity for their kids. Right. And I, I totally agree with that. That's what I try to do every day and get up yeah. and do that. But also, on the same token, I, if, if I fail, I don't ha- <clears throat> I don't have the same security net that they will also. So yeah. there, there's a lot of that. There can be some animosity. There can also be some, 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 some uh, special special love and kindness toward, towards people that come over here and try to make a better life. But there are some frustration and contention points. Sure. So, and, and I'm not saying it's perfect, but sure. I mean there has to be a way that we make this quicker, faster, cheaper that that gets them into the country legally, so that we can kind of move on from that right. process. Because I mean, just holding them up, how much is that costing America? You know, to have these detention centers—sixty four thousand a year per person—is what the average immigrant gets right now. Seriously, and if you if you come here legally or legally or illegally as an asylum seeker or as an economic uh, migrant, and you don't find work, you're actually eligible for sixty four thousand dollars in benefits a year. I'm going to leave include, and try to cross de- the border. I'll get a raise. You got to denounce your citizenship <laughs> first, yeah. But and then just yeah. 
that's the average. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and when they relocate you to a certain area, mm-hmm. you know, like um, I think we we had the the uh, Haitian immigrants, Somalian immigrants, mm-hmm. or asylum seekers. We yeah. re, uh, we. Uh, move them to different locations. I know South Carolina was one of them that was getting yeah. uh, several thousand. Um, Michigan was another one, and they get benefits for that too. So I, th- yeah. I think it, parts like that make it look attractive. But um, we need our immigration fixed. We do. Yeah. It, but we also can't be like Germany, where Germany is taking in ten million immigrants sure. or something like that. It's something yeah. crazy. You've you've uh, you've totally flip flopped. Mm-hmm. You're uh, you've totally just change the dynamic demographics of your country right. and instead of you know having uh, four people wor- or instead of having two people work for one you're basically having a negative deficit as far as people working for the the welfare people working for the people that are receiving welfare right. benefits so yeah i mean there, there has to be a fix we've, we've got to change this process it's <clears throat> it's just not obviously it's not working right and what's frustrating is even trump I think even Trump today signed uh, executive order to to not separate the families. Sure. I think I saw that today, and then he's also said <clears throat> these are the things that we'll do. We'll keep DACA. We'll um, we won't separate families. And there's another piece that he was going to bring in, and the Dems said um, we're not going to sign it because it's it's coming from you. So. So there's got to be the bipartisan. It's not politi- it's dealing it's with fodder. Yeah. yeah, it's not trying to do better. It's the Democrats are yelling at the Republicans, um, but the Republicans are saying, "Here's a bill, sign it." You know, yeah. let's let's make this thing work. And they're not. It'll it'll never it'll never happen. It'll never. Yeah, it's, it'll never pass. It in in 21 years from now, we'll still be talking about yeah. 1997 bill and this happening all over yeah. again, it's except just, on a bigger on a bigger scale. And and what's sad is that there are these families that are just trying to live and trying to survive, yeah. and the only option they have is to come here. Yeah. Um. So I, I can't blame them, and I'll give them compassion, and I'll give them grace. But but even when they get here, like we've got to figure out a way to make it easier. But you know, and, and here's the one question, and this is kind of like my you know Chris mm-hmm. Pratt's sitting on the yeah. on the toilet thoughts. But I, <laughs> this this could go. Let's just awful. think how yeah, many go sideways quick. <laughs> let's th- let's think how many hundreds of thousands of people that we've taken in just from Guatemala alone mm-hmm. or Honduras. Okay. Why can't these people? Why can't the people from these countries organize in their own country? To the magnitude of a hundred thousand people, and actually organize a a, a a a political coup of some sorts to actually change their yeah. country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I've never That's understood that philosophy of why you must travel far, far away with great chances of risk to life and limb and money, hope hoping for a better opportunity. You yeah. know, you know, you know what I mean? And instead of being the change in your country that you want to see, there's got to yeah. be. I think that. That's what it ultimately boils down to is we got to see change in those countries, those countries too. How do we fix that country? Yeah. I mean, or how do we help fix that country? Yeah, I, I don't that's know. True. So, yeah, well, this is, again, this is the non sequitur, right? If you're, if you're coming from the thing of America's always been evil, an evil colonial power, yeah, right. and fixing the world is a bad thing, yeah. then you can't – essentially, uh, as a solution, half the group would throw that out because they go, oh, that's what America always does. Yeah. They police the rest of the world, and that's yeah. not our place. So you and look, I'm, <laughs> you I'm go a li- like, oh, then they got to come here. But the, yeah, I mean, yeah, look, I'm a libertarian, and, I, and I'm not for yeah. intervention in other countries. But there's got to be something, that, and I'm not saying it's it's us as a country. Maybe it's the charitable organizations 
that we have that makes this country great that actually in, that becomes you know these NGOs or non, uh, non-government organizations that mm-hmm. actually go to these countries and figure these help figures it out. You I know mean, what country has more uh, NGO money coming in per capita than any other country in the world is Haiti. Well, but also Haiti's mm-hmm. got the bad shaft too because they had certain NGOs and if you go back and read the book Clinton Cash and documentary, you'll see a lot of that funds was misappropriated because misappropriated because. Uh, a lot of times, when you just give solely money right. and not the right. and not the organization right. behind it, that money is yeah. All of a sudden, that money that went was or the million dollars was supposed to get fixed that road. Mm-hmm. Actually, only ten thousand dollars made it there. Yeah, I forgot what it, it was. A country that we were helping out, and we we dropped like all this this food mm-hmm. in the middle, and but there was no roads to get to the yeah. to the food, and it just sat right. there and spoiled. Well, it's just like you know when we we shipped over pallets of cash to Iran that was supposed to be dispersed. That that right. money has now made it over into Hezbollah and mm. Hamas. Shock. Yeah, has been actually funded down down the pipeline for terrorism. I terrorist really have been digging Hamas with uh, carrot chips. It's different. Hamas. Yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like it's really good. I like that. I wish they were that good. But, uh, Lest anyone confuse yeah. That's your right. words. I mean, it's chickpeas <laughs> That's right. ground up. No, they're different. Delicious. Just, shh, just hush. Okay, my bad. But no, um, I, I would love to see some type of immigration reform. I yeah. really do. Yeah. I mean, I know people will talk, will try to refer back to the, 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 the mass immigration we had back in the 1900s, and you saw people jumping on Ellis Island and – you know the, the the black and white slow motion picture movie motion mm-hmm. picture of of people come to Ellis Island, but that was still through through ports. That was still right. through you know people people got yeah. turned away there too. Yeah. You know if someone had a fever or a, uh, some type of scurvy scurvy or boil on her face, they would be second second spotted and mm-hmm. be actually sent back on ships to their homeland. So mm-hmm. you know we've we've always been a nation of immigrants. I, I mean yeah. I'm here directly because of that. But we've also have vetted our immigrants too, so yeah. we and we yeah. need to continue to do that of totally some agree. sort. I, I don't know what that process is. I know even to become a naturalized citizen takes like fifteen years. I think mm. yeah. that that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, how many? I, I can't tell yeah. how many Uber rider Uber drivers I have had that have been some of the most patriotic people and yeah. I've ever met, and none of them were born here. Yeah, and they've taken fifteen years and. and thousands of dollars to become a naturalized citizen just yeah. to have that piece of paper that says they're American. That's wrong. We need, we need to, yeah. to change that process. Yep. These are the people that we want coming to this country. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, I totally agree. and look without the immigrant, we wouldn't have the, the economy that we have now. And I, and I'll, I'll straight up say it. I believe yeah. that, you know, immigration and the illegal, especially the illegals. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you can't go to a hotel, eat at a restaurant, Go into a house that hasn't been built by immigrant labor. Well, Absolutely. you look at Trump <laughs> and Trump hotels. I mean, how many of those of those Trump hotels yeah. have immigrant workers? How about, like, how about the roads we drive on? Yeah, you know, there. I guarantee you that not all hundred percent are you know laying asphalt out in this hundred and ten degree sure. sweltering heat is all legal. Yeah. I mean, we do need them, but also we do need, you know, we do need to safeguard our country too. You yeah. know, and through you know, people that could potentially be coming over here, you know, whatever. All is, all is, if you fly out of this country and come back in, you get, you, you probably get vetted more than some of the people that actually come to this country illegal that actually get sniped up and caught. Maybe. I mean, getting off a cruise ship and getting back on, they want to make sure you have any <laughs> cigars up in your secret holder. I mean, they were checking. <laughs> so. All right. So, uh, is that about wrap up? I think so. I mean, I, I, 
we're we're not we're not here to make solutions because I don't think we would ever make anybody happy with our solutions. But I think there has to be some type of compromise solution has to has to be met. Um, first and foremost, we need to treat people with dignity yeah. and respect. We do because they are human beings, and we're yeah. you know, we're artificially separated by these man-made borders. I get that, but um, you know, I also. The only thing I can't see is if we do have a law in the books, and, and, and this law is if you cross this country illegally without being checked in, you're considered illegally alien. What? Why can't we enforce? Why can't we enforce that? Which I may not think some of parts of it are just, but also does that does that give cause to let's just slack up on other laws? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, yeah. And no, we we hold the the law is the law. The law is something that we hold dear. That keeps us safe. It keeps so and so from coming on your property and taking something off of it, or someone coming into your donut business and just walking behind the, the counter and grabbing cash. Cash. We 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 value yeah. this law. So if we don't have this law, or if, or if we try to circumvent the law or, or neuter it to a point, what's the value of having it anyway? Sure. And that's what it kind of boils down to. Yeah, and, and I'll agree with that. On the flip side, though, I want to look at the people, and I want to look at them as people that are, are trying to make, to better themselves. If, if it's a, yeah. a fact of them just trying to, to flee from a, a situation where they're sure. potentially going to die and understand that these are people and that there, there has to be some way to make this, this happen and, and separating your kids from the family. I understand the whole sex trade totally under, mm-hmm. I don't understand it, but like I understand that they have to separate that for that case. But at the other point, though, I mean, those kids have already gone through so much already. But also, the, um, those kids have gone through so much due to the actions of their parents. The kids, sure. no, the kids. Granted, the kids are the innocents. A lot. I mean, they didn't make a cognitive decision to say, right. you know what, I want to go ahead and walk twenty two hundred miles right. to to another country that right. may not want me. But they're enduring stuff due to the decisions that weren't made for sure. you. So, no, I understand. Uh, but we do, we do have to treat them with respect, and, right. you know, and at dignity of another as another human being. Right. But um, even if we, even if even if all of a sudden we gave everyone that came into this country uh, an all nights pass to Hyatt Regency or something like that, or Hampton Inn, because right. or, or what's the Holiday Inn Express makes you smarter. Mm-hmm. Even if we gave them all a night at Holiday Inn Express, that still wouldn't be good enough for some people. Sure. And then, of course, on the flip side, it'd be too much for some people. Yeah. So, uh, what's what's the magic answer? Yeah. I, all I know is we've we've got to have some reform, like you said. Yeah. Make it quicker, faster, cheaper for those. For I think those you folks. said that. But also, on a side note, let me clear yeah. something up. Colombia is actually a, an up emerging, up coming nation that doesn't have all the drug traces. Oh, did I? I said, what's the one that, that everybody's running away from? Uh, uh, Guatemala. Guatemala. Uh, That's what I meant. El Salvador, Honduras. I like so. that with with the chips. The Guatemala with the chips. Yeah, that's good. And that's right. It makes good with the, the moss. The salsa yeah. and things. So it goes good with the moss. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a break. When we're we going to be back, fired. <laughs> we're going to fire ourselves. We've got Nate from Downtown Donuts. I'll tell you one thing I don't want to be separated from are these donuts. We'll be back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. I do.
All right, we're back, and this is the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. We've got Nate from Downtown Donuts. Uh, he's been chiming in already, but um, Nate, it is your one-year anniversary. How about yeah, that? Just passed it. Yeah, we're like a week or two into it. Yeah. Let me turn you up. How about now? Better. I think that works. Okay, good. Yeah, we're a week or two into uh, being open for a year. It was Ju- June second, twenty seventeen. So. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks so I'm much. I'm not trying to, uh, to you know, steal your thunder, but next week is our two-year anniversary. So, mm, bam. Sounds like you're <laughs> stealing thunder. Uh, <laughs> but, you so, know, you've, you've cleared a critical hump. A lot of people a lot of people don't even pass that first year. That's right here. So, that's yeah. right here. We so, made it. Yeah. So, that's, I think, what, 50% of businesses fell the first year. Yeah. Is it really 50? Mm-hmm. You're making that up again. You're yeah, just I mean, making I actually thought it was higher. I actually thought it was. 75%? Yeah. Like, I was going conservative. It's, it's that's what I get for going. But you know what I heard uh, of those people? If they give it a second go, the number is like way lower. It's like twenty or thirty percent. Well, because they learn from the mistakes. Yeah, you know, exactly. If they had the money exactly. to do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, what's been probably the best thing this year from from Downtown Donuts? What's been the coolest thing? Oh my gosh! Arrested Development Donut. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um, let's see. Uh, oh my gosh! There's so many things. It's hard to tell. Uh, meeting all the staff that has come through that that Mm. was one thing I never factored in was I don't know why you just think so much about getting it open you think about the model to keep it running and you kind of forget about all the people that you meet along the way that actually keep it running day in and day out so that has been great Um, also we had the governor mention it on the radio show the other day and he said it was the it was uh, former Governor uh, Pat McCrory saying it was the best blueberry donut he'd ever had in his life. Wow. And he went on for like a minute about it. And <laughs> That's that, nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's one of those things you can send to your parents. So that was a fun one. Yeah, take that. You know you know, there's not going to be a politician sitting in office who will do that because all of a sudden you'll make all the other donut I shops. Know, right? Oh, exactly. yeah, that is true. Wow. And that's, that's some pretty – he's never come to our – podcast and say it's the best podcast he's ever had so <laughs> true, <laughs> true. <laughs> you got the one up on that what else any any other cool things that have, oh my have gosh happened? there's so many things i mean part of it is just that people are into it you know yeah. you just uh it's kind of scary to put yourself out there and uh you know like you know if we talk about the rest of development don't it but you know a little bit i try yeah. to put in my own sense of humor sometimes or kind of your own touch like i think this would be cool and you don't know how people are going to respond and uh it, we've lived here long enough that i think i know the community but still it's like that's really cool to see people are like into it and they're supporting yeah. it and you know i mean people are like oh we went there for our anniversary for dessert after dinner on our anniversary or whatever it's just like oh my gosh like <laughs> you forget about all these things you know you're so worried about uh passing fire inspection you forget people are like oh yeah. we got it for my son's birthday party it's like Oh, that's like way cooler than anything I ever thought of. I just thought yeah. like donuts for the office or whatever, just kind of the mundane things, and you forget about all these cool special things. special celebrations, yeah, all these moments yeah. in life, yeah. yeah. And we're cranking them out, and you forget like, oh, these like folks are like celebrating with this donut, or they're that's their chance to spend time with their family or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's been, I know it sounds kind of cheesy, no, but no. that's been really cool because you forget about that kind of human element when you're doing, you know, <laughs> you got a business plan, you got all these things that are all on paper, and then you walk in and you're like, oh yeah, this is all the people. So that's yeah. been really cool. My wife went in uh, the other day. She, she wanted the peanut butter and jelly donut, and she saw like boxes stacked up. And we talked about it before the show. So you had two churches do seventeen do- dozen. Yeah, one did seventeen and a half dozen. I wow. think they did. Um, a half dozen for all the dads in their church, if I understood it correctly. 
and um, a girl came in uh, Sunday morning and delivered it to one of the churches wow. um, just down the road that needed another 17 dozen. So, yeah, that was, that was <laughs> you know, those orders, I mean, that just, like, changes your week. So that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fun. And it's crazy to crank them out like that because, you know, you're you're making them hot and fresh all day. And yes. then you also have this huge order come in. It's not like you can, uh, you know, th- you got to do it right then. So yeah. it's fun. Yeah, and I was going to point that out. It's like, again, if you if you haven't listened to to Nate on the prior episode, they, they make them while you're standing there. So it takes it feels like forever for that for that donut to flip over. <laughs> That's right. But it's worth it. And right. so it's every it's just single things. It's not like Krispy Kreme where they're you know right. I mean, yeah. it's individual. So yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. It feels long for the I think I said last time, <laughs> yeah. it feels long for us too. Yeah. We're always just like willing it with our mind, like, come on. Nice. Uh, so let's talk about the uh, the Arrested Development Donut. Yeah. And we're, we're going to talk about just like the creativity. I know last time we, we you had we had you on, you had Harry Potter on. Yeah, yeah. Doing Harry Potter donuts. Yeah. Tell us about the Arrested Development Donut. Oh gosh. Well, Arrested Development's got a long storied history, but <laughs> so I'll refer to the first three seasons because yes. that's like real. That's Arrested the real. Yeah. yeah. And I would even argue the first two and a half seasons even. Um, wow. Because there's some stuff in there that you're just like, they could have left this out. Um, <laughs> no, I've watched Rust Development. I think I started watching it when I was, gosh, I would have been, it was 2002 it came out or something. So I was just out of high school. But anyways, uh, I watched it with my family a little bit. Then uh, they moved here and my mom sent me the DVDs, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, and I watched them all from my little apartment in California. And then I've probably watched the whole series about six times now, Holy at least cow. plus, plus, you know, the extra episodes here and there. Um, and so I just thought it'd be fun to do, a, an arrest development theme. And I know most people are not going to get it, but for the people who do, it'll be something funny. So, oh, yeah. and of course, like a week before we release it, I think, uh, Jeffrey Tambor is in the yes. news about yes. yelling. I'm just like, Oh God, I'm not trying to get into anything. I just want to make a donut. That was funny. So I just, uh, we're just going to head down and power through on that. Yeah. One. Yeah. So the, the whole joke about it is, uh, they have a banana stand. And this particular donut is a banana. Explain this. It's the... basically like they're uh, the whole the whole time they run a big real estate company, but they've got this banana stand <laughs> down on the down on the pier at the beach in the show. And uh, there's all kinds of lines about the banana stand. People work at the d- banana stand. It's a front at some point. Right. It's a way to employ their ex-con. Right. Um, uh, Did you burn down the banana stand? Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, gosh, there's so many good lines. Uh, so anyways, and one of the famous ones is there's always money in the banana stand. Right. and there's all kinds of miscommunication about what that means. So anyways, we did, uh, they're frozen bananas mm-hmm. with, uh, chocolate and I think you can get peanuts. I looked mm-hmm. online option, to see yeah. what the options were on the menu. <laughs> like, I wonder what, I love when, uh, some designer somewhere made the menu for the show, which <laughs> yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I went and looked, uh, and I think the backstory is they actually stole it from Anyang's dad in the, in the <laughs> yes. thing because he was selling it anyways. Yeah. That's why he comes back to sabotage the family. Oh, yeah. But anyways, there's so, oh my gosh, there's so many layers. So, what we did is banana icing, uh, chopped roasted peanuts, and chocolate drizzle on the donut. It's pretty great. It was on the money, yeah. I yeah, was going to eat some good. of this, but Mojo decided he's going to take the whole thing by himself. <laughs> I decided to go off my keto diet for the night. <laughs> That's so. the way to do it. I've already had a couple, so. Uh, it was it was good. I should good. insert the Snoopy song, you know, the, the sad from the rest of it. Yeah, we're just walking yeah. around. Yeah, because I didn't get one. Um, so, so is that one of your favorite shows? 
Uh, for me personally, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you said two and a half seasons. Uh, if you haven't watched uh, Arrested Development, put pause, press, press pause on this. Go watch five seasons and then come back. Yeah. But w- so why not the. When the they get into two. the uh, Mr. F thing and yeah. the English stuff, I yeah. just did not think that was funny. I agree it just, with that. it dwelled, it didn't like keep moving, and it just felt like they were just trying to squeeze jokes out that just, eh, there wasn't a lot there to yeah. work with. So. But uh, they should have kept moving. Netflix picked it up, and now... Season four was a disaster. Yeah, and I'm really part bad. of the way through season five. I had great intentions. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure that nothing uh, happens with the banana stand in season five that I should know about before I just put my you know foot in my mouth or something yeah. about releasing it. Um, so I had to Google it. I couldn't get through... You know, I got four kids. There was no way I could get sure. through the whole uh, season before we released it. But I wanted to do it. Uh, anyways, so, uh, you know, I started uh, to rewatch season four, but uh, I just can't. They can't, recut it. I'm not down with so, it. So I, I may go back and watch it. It's a great show. Now you. It's great. And the one, I watched one episode of the recut. Now it's an obvious recut, mm-hmm. but it was way funnier. It yeah. made a lot more sense. The, uh, what kills it for me in season four is the plot is so yeah. difficult to follow. I, yep. I, no, I agree with that. My wife and I Googled it when we were watching it because it was like, what is happening? And also, what made the show so hilarious were these characters interacting. And in season four, they don't interact yes. with one another. Yep. So you lose this whole dynamic because it's hilarious when a, when a situation happens and basically each character has their own kind of reaction and it makes it great. But yep. anyways, uh, I could really nerd out. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying not to, <laughs> but I could you. totally nerd out about Arrest <laughs> Development. I think it's super clever. What, uh, but you started watching it. Mm-hmm. Have, where are you at? Uh, I'm like at the tail end of season one. Okay. <laughs> He's he's a hardcore fan. Yeah, you you're going through Arrested Development the same pace that I'm going through that book. Uh, well, actually, I'm going through it twice as fast as you. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> I gave him a book to read, like what, like four months ago, probably. And then he was like, "All right, I, I finished it in in like three weeks," and I'm like, "I still haven't finished it to you know." I haven't finished the forward. <laughs> I I'm barely on like 200 pages. Oh, 200. that's great. So anyway, so what's you, you said on on your Instagram? What's uh, your favorite quote of? Oh my gosh, um, I think the one. So I've got really funny brothers, and my youngest brother <laughs> always says, "Hey, brother," <laughs> whenever right. we're around. Uh, which is really funny. And he's a big guy too. So it's really funny to be like, Hey brother. Uh, let's see. I love uh, my own personal favorite is when Tobias, it's one of the very first episodes when he says, Hey, how's the, uh, Michael says, how's the job search going? And he just goes, it's good. It, it, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I just love the back pedal of, I don't know why it's just that, that line cracks me We're up. just blowing through nap time yes, right now. Yes, blowing through. <laughs> I mean, there's so, oh, there's so yeah, many, it's so such many a great good show. lines. Um, yeah, I mean, we could nerd out on this because I'm I'm with you on it. Uh, if you again, and when you watch it again, if I could just suggest, don't just watch it once because yeah. by the second and third time, you realize these jokes pay off so many times. Yeah, they're yeah. foreshadowing them for like three episodes, <laughs> right. and then the payoff is like three episodes. <laughs> right. It's insane. Yeah, all these things that like you would never know are coming, and then they come back up, and it's it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, and and the writing like. The, the new series, I don't think, is nearly as good as like what you were saying in the first yeah. couple episodes or seasons. But uh, I don't know of another show that's as well written as that show. It, Modern yeah. Family got close, yeah, but yeah. it's still not. There's fun shows like I love of current 
stuff. I love New Girl and mm. Brooklyn Nine Nine. They're funny, but yeah. they're not. It's just not the same level. Yeah. Where I mean, you just can't understand when you, when Tobias joins the Blue Man Group as a backup, <laughs> and then. Four episodes later, you notice there are blue handprints on all the cabinets in the kitchen. No one mentions it. It's not a zoom in. It's right. not cheesy and overdone. Right. It's just there. If you notice it, that's hilarious. If you don't, there's tons of other hilarious stuff right. happening. It's like, oh, how can you? Oh, my gosh. So much good stuff. Uh, I think one of my favorite lines is, I just blew myself. And, oh, yeah. And that's in reference to him covering himself as a blue man group. Yeah. And he, Covers yeah, himself with I've made a huge bank. mistake. Yes, there's yes. so. I mean, it is just constant. It's uh, a great one. Yeah, um, Buster, you can't do that on the balcony. <laughs> Mom says it's too windy. <laughs> God bless a bear. I could do that all day. Um, so let's get back to donuts because that's what yeah, we're yeah, let's over do here. It. Uh, so what? Uh, so what's coming up next? Any any release notes that you might want to give to us? Oh man. You said you had some big surprises coming up. So. Well, we did from last time. Yeah. We did a candied orange one. Yep. A candied blood orange. Yep. We did a hibiscus. Yep. So we tried to kind of uh, get out of, uh, you know, a little off the grid with those, mm-hmm. which other donut shops have done in some ways. I don't know that I've seen the candied blood orange anywhere. Um, but um, uh, Ashley at our shop helped us with that one. So uh, that was amazing. Um, I'm trying to think what else is a big one coming. You know, the... The one that's still so popular is apple cider. People mm. love apple cider donuts. So even in the dead of summer, we may uh, huh. we may pull that one out. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I have any crazy flavors coming up yeah. that I can think of. Um, but uh, I'll have to I'll have to look at our list again and make sure. <laughs> no Some of it we get requests from folks, and so uh, you know, I think in the summer I was just looking today about doing a cream cheese. With a key lime uh, drizzle oh, and some graham cracker, I think hey, that would be buddy. Really great. You could give me so. that Arrested Development donut with some ice cream. Yeah, mm. I mean that's great. That one's going to have to make a comeback. So. Yeah, you may yeah. just have that one as the summer one. I would love it. That'd yeah, be amazing. That'd be good. Yeah. How do you how do you get the banana cream? I, I didn't taste it because somebody else stole. Well, there's that. a little bit of but, left. Uh, in <laughs> how did? How yeah, did you, you can lick the box. <laughs> Don't don't put it past me, by it's the like way. The, it's like the cheese on the wrapper. Of the <laughs> <laughs> How did you get the the frosting for the banana? Is it just like did you make it, or like, or like it's a secret? Well, yeah, I don't want to say a secret. Like, what am I trying to say? Like a secret. <laughs> like I, I can't. Well, we will edit this part, but I can't think of like how you can make banana icing. Like it oh, okay. blows my mind. Like how. Well, How does it even flavor, start? There's flavorings out there for that. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's that. Banana <laughs> rum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want to ruin the uh, surprise. All right, so we're going to edit that part. Yeah, yeah. We so, did not peel any bananas in the making of the <laughs> There banana, was no bananas in the bananas. No bananas harmed. Awesome. No, I think there are bananas in it, but I don't think it's not from us. So, mm. um, Well, so any, any, any words of wisdom that you would give like a, a – business is starting out like one you're looking back one year like any thoughts that you would say hey you guys here's some words of wisdom yes one of the things i noticed plague small businesses is falling in love with your own ideas Mm. um and so i was super aware of that going in and there are a couple (laughs) things that we still um 
directions we took or things we did that were my own idea. And I know I was just into it, but I was mm -hmm. aware of it at least. <laughs> I think sometimes you just have to listen to people. Mm. Um, people now people have all kinds of ideas for us about all the things we could sell in our shop that oh, would yeah. probably give us like 2000 things we would sell. Mm -hmm. So you have hot to, dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We get cupcakes. No, not even hot. Not, not even cooked hot dogs. Like frozen packs. <laughs> yeah, just like, you know, because somebody somebody wanted to grab a donut on it, but they also had to go to the grocery store too at the same time. So. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's so awesome. some of that you have to kind of you have to stay straight in your head, but right. um, uh, but definitely just don't fall in love with your own ideas. There, mm. people are super creative, and they'll tell you what they want. I mean. People told us we want Sundrop or we want Diet Sundrop or whatever. And like we got it and then it just sells. Hmm. And I was like, oh, well, that That's was – I mean, it's kind of easy in a way. Yeah. But you have to not just be so, um, uh, you know, just basically in love with your own idea. Something's not working. We did a tea kind of thing that just – it didn't really catch. Nobody really knew mm -hmm. what it was. And we shifted it and then it's done fine. So we just had to, you know, if we would have just stuck on it, like, no, no matter what. That just yeah. – you know, you're not going to do yourself any favors. Um, delegate. I mean, I'm mm. sure people have made better lists than I have. Delegating, um, just staying focused on what you're going to, what you want to be known for. Yeah, your core, your core conception. Yeah, you got to be, you got to have that down. Because uh, I mean, even now, like I, my debate is always with coffee, how much fancier to get. Mm -hmm. But I don't like the fancy stuff, and yeah. we could do it. But I mean, there's just a lot of trade offs. To doing mm -hmm. that, um, it's expensive to do it. It's expensive training, consistency of doing it. In other words, if somebody f wants one of those drinks, you got to get it the yeah, same way every time. But does I mean I don't? I, I'm just a question. I mean, does someone want a thousand calorie uh, frothy sweet drink, hot drink to go along with their thousand calorie donut? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't That's know. the million dollar question. Yeah, coming from the man that just pounded four donuts like when i go to krispy kreme well what he used to when i go to krispy right. kreme i would never i would never get because i'm gonna eat a box i'm gonna eat a dozen <laughs> yeah, at of one course time. yeah me too so, but but I, when i get coffee i get black coffee to burn the acidity to break up the sweetness so mm -hmm. i never go mm -hmm. okay i tell you what i want to i want uh the iced coffee with 17 sugars in it yeah you know in a, in a box i always get that you got to do something to break it up so yeah. you're gonna do the coffee i go straight for the milk i can't i'm a milk dude yeah, so we started carrying a new milk, by the way. We've got oh, strawberry you? milk now, so oh, you got to try that. It's, it's legit. It's I'm, I'm really a good. huge proponent of strawberry strawberry milk. I love it. Yeah, love this it. is really good stuff. Mm. I, can't, I, I don't I think can't it gives it. I can't confirm or deny because milk sometimes, uh, yeah, it makes me do number six at the parties. Oh, hello. Chris Pratt, number six. <laughs> oh, this is um, lactose-free, so come enjoy it. Oh, there you go. Mm. I think that the strawberry milk people need a new PR guy because I mean, it really is delicious. <laughs> I well, feel like that they're just not getting. Yeah, I think they were ha hampered by the uh, was the, it the Trix cat, uh, uh, Trix bunny, or the, remember that? No, I think that the chocolate milk PR guy mm. has is like in bed with the strawberry milk person, be like, just don't don't don't, yeah, don't bring this up. Yeah, we're gonna. Right. It's, it's know, union laws. We have to push yeah. you down. Have you seen that Portlandia episode where all the food has their own PR person? Uh, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, a, that's uh, actually an ingenious show. Somebody is trying to get the bacon PR guy because they're like, oh, that guy killed it. <laughs> Kale is the up-and-comer, and they're looking hot. So, yeah. That's that was funny. years ago, so I'm sure it even evolved since then. But Any other um, – we talked about TV shows. Any other TV shows that you're madly in love with that uh, – if you had a top ten list of oh. TV shows – Top 10 list. All right, so somehow The Office sneaks in there. I never okay. think of it, 
But then when I rewatch it with my wife, yeah, it's like, oh, list. yeah, this is really, really funny. Uh, yeah. So top, maybe the top one is either Arrested Development. Close second is Frasier. Really? Classic. It is so good. Ah. So smart. And it really holds up after all these years. It holds up a lot better. So, so Frasier, like you, you're speaking of Frasier. Speaking of Frasier, we were speaking of. Fraser. We were speaking of it like twenty minutes. Uh, ago. That was my wife and I's go-to every yeah. night after the kids have gone to bed for years now, and then became comfortable. That's probably another one I've seen six times through, probably. Yeah. So, yeah, I like Andy Griffith. I just we talked about that on the show. Like I'm a huge Andy Griffith fan. That's probably one of my favorite shows until it went to the black and white. Then I was like, I was out. I hated or the color. Oh, it, yeah. I was about to say, I don't know how many from when it went to color. That's that's when it became awful. Uh, it's the worst show in color. Really, I don't know how Don Knotts left. You know that season as well, but it went from the best to the worst one season. Well, that's because the shows had. I mean, the shows would drag on for way too long. Yeah, back then, you know, so. and that's what I love about Seinfeld. Seinfeld was like, "We're at the top of our game. Boom, we're closing it off. We're done." Yeah. And so hopefully, I think they're talking about a reboot. Yeah, of that. One, I love so. Curb Your Enthusiasm, but I've yeah. not seen the latest season. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. I don't have HBO, no. so I seen I've it. never seen the first season. So I can't oh. yeah, I it's uh, that's one I can't really watch with my wife. She's like <laughs> too uncomfortable. I can't do it. I watched one episode, and it ended up like he was like he accidentally peed i think on a picture of santa maria and i was like i'm out i can't i can't watch this it made me feel too uncomfortable yeah, yeah i think it's so, i think it's funny yeah you so. gotta know it's all gonna burn down at the end and then it makes it funnier <laughs> to okay. watch because you're just waiting for him to set it up oh dude i can't tell you i love your stinking donuts oh, good. way Thanks. more than i should Thanks. um if you are in the Concord area come check them out it's downtown Concord. do you have an address yeah 21 union street north Man, and those apartments right right across the street. Can't wait, they Dude. were in the number. Yeah, it's always <laughs> it's always to like April, and now I think it's probably going to be this December. So no, they're just... open. People are actually moving in. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we good. we went to go do the tour thing, and they said people are are starting. Oh to move good, in. all right, well good. So maybe they said they're starting to move in December. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one place that I think is haunted is, is that hotel, by the way. I'm, I'm just, just telling how much you. stuff went down in that place. I'm just telling you. <laughs> so, anyway, um, thanks for coming on the show, yeah, dude. I really appreciate me, it. Yeah. Again, these donuts, right now it's the Arrested Development. It will be gone by the time this podcast airs. But Maybe. If, yeah, maybe but not. it may be, may be coming back for the summer. Yeah, I'd so, love to do it again. I had a few, and they're ridiculous. So Yeah, I'll have to come check them out. But uh, the other things, like you've got the maple bacon, yep. jalapeno bacon jalapeno now, right? Jalapeno bacon, yeah. It's legit. Um, There's jalapeno bacon on that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, restaurant next door makes it for us, and they bring it over, and we throw it on the bacon. So I mean, throw it on the donut. It's great. Yeah. Well, so maybe you should go over and throw some donuts on their bacon. <laughs> hey, we're trying. We're trying. We might do something at some point. That might. That be would coming. be cool. All right. So that's another episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Please go to our iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Give us a like, a subscribe, a review. Share your favorite episodes. You can also follow us on Facebook at Southern Fried Philosophy, at the Twitters and Instagram at SFP Radio. Also, our website, SouthernFriedPhilosophy.com. You can interact with us there, and also don't forget our youtube.com forward slash sfp radio and our patreon link and if you want to come check us out at the show email us email us at sfpradio at gmail.com thanks for tuning in keep looking up